Bloody, bloody, blah. <coughs> Hello, wonderful human, inner gardener. Thank you for joining this podcast show, Inner Gardening with Eve. My name is Eva uh, from the Garden of Eve on the internet, on social media, and in my mind and in my heart. Today, I wanted to talk about dualities and how you can find alignment in them. And with alignment, I don't necessarily mean to find a middle ground between dualities. I find I uh, I mean that you can find um, sim- similarities in the dualities, or um, I guess the aims of the dualities, or or the goals behind them. So. Um, the key here is to listen to both perspectives and see what they have in common or see what the what the goal is of having that perspective or see where it originate, originates from in a person. But um, in theory, it might seem a bit vague. So I thought maybe just, uh, yeah, let me just share some examples with you that I've come across this week. And um, yeah, I think it will... It will make things clear. So the first thing that comes to my mind or came to my mind was um, the duality between being positive or being negative. And um, I came with this uh, example because it was something that um, frustrated me this week that we are often expected to be positive all the time and nowadays there's also this you know trend love attraction trend maybe it's i guess it's uh, actually a bit older but it seems to be quite um trendy right now and um i i find this quite dangerous actually because it alienates people who are suffering or um yeah and also by um, expecting each other or expecting yourself to be positive all the time you suppress your negative emotions and in in the later time that will create more problems for for yourself because so, some at some point it has to come out or and and if you don't then um maybe it will come out in physical ways you experience illness or something like that so that's why I find it very frustrating, um, and I because I think the only way to heal um, pain is to really dive into it and to really, you know, welcome the pain and deal with it that way um, instead of, you know, trying to push it down with uh, positivity all the time. On the other hand, I do think that positivity is very important because. Um, it is important, in my opinion, to learn that you have control over your thoughts. And you may not have 100% control, uh, or especially at first, because you were thought certain um, values and beliefs as a child, or things happened to you that made you give rise to a certain perspective, for example, the world is dangerous, or you know, those kind of things. So you cannot control those experiences, but you can control to think about it. um, Yeah, to 
uh, become aware of it, I guess. So that already helps us to make a choice about what we want to think about. And of course, yeah, then choose the positive thoughts. But uh, as I said, I think they both really have a place because um, embracing positivity and um, um, being okay or really allowing yourself to delve into the pain in order to heal the pain it uh, the aim the goal the goal is is the same eventually the goal is to um, feel better feel more healed i guess so that's why i think it's important to embrace both sides and use them uh, whenever is appropriate and whenever it uh, it is needed or suits you best i guess but individually we we have to um, weigh this each time so it's not like you always should be positive or never should be negative or that that um, you sh or that you should stay in a negative state. No, it's not one or the other. I think we can embrace both and that will lead to um, real mental health, in my opinion. So that's one example. I've already been talking a lot, I see. <laughs> and uh, I still have a quite, quite a few examples, so maybe this episode is going to be a bit longer, we'll see. Uh, I had another example about um, intentions and consequences so that uh, sometimes you see that people are in, in two camps I guess it's more of a philosophical um, division I guess that's what you would call it I don't know anyway some people are really logical in their way of thinking and making decisions about what's what's the good thing to do or what's the bad thing to do so that would mean they look at the consequences of their actions so they are very rational about their decisions. I guess most of the time I belong to this category. However, there are also people who are more intuitive or um, make decisions based on their feelings. And um, they say that this is the right thing to do to really listen to yourself. However, I came to this conclusion that I think they they are both so super important to to possess. I think when you combine the mind and the heart it's like <laughs> it's like a superpower because on the one hand you are able to um to logically think about the consequences that your actions might have but of course uh, logic is not is is still fail, um it, it can still fail so um it's not 100% foolproof, but it's it's really a handy skill to have, I guess. And the intuition is um, more based on your being and what you have experienced and how you sense the world. And um, when you have a good intention and you've thought about the consequences of that action and they fall in alignment, then you have made the perfect decision at that moment in time. So that's why I think you cannot separate them. And I, I guess I do see that in a lot of people, that it is separated, the mind and the heart, or, you know, that there are two camps of people, <laughs> one very spiritual and intuitive people, and the other more logical people, or, yeah, I don't know. 
So that's another duality that I found really interesting. And um, that's why I always say at the beginning of my podcast that um, my inner garden um, or my garden of life is both in my heart and in my mind because uh, I aim to get them to work together um, so I can make the right decisions for me. So yeah, that's a fun fact about me. Um, let me see. Oh yeah, I made a video uh, a week ago, maybe a bit more, I don't know, not good with that time, about minimalism and abundance. And, um, you know, the minimalism mentality of um, less is more, I guess, <laughs> of having uh, not a lot of stuff to, you know, be able to feel free and have just quality stuff instead of um, the consumerist mindset that you need to have more, more, more. So I find that really interesting. I, I, I really aspire to that idea. On the other hand, you also have the idea of... Um, yeah, of the abundance mentality. So that... Um, how do you explain this? Um, yeah, that you that you can really feel that there is enough for you or that you... Um, I guess, yeah, not being, the, the, the key is, is not being afraid of money and, um, not, um, withholding yourself from, um, material riches in life. Uh, so yeah, I'm not really good at explaining it right now. I'm really sorry. But anyway, I think these these two ideas come to the come to the same conclusion, and on the surface they might seem very different. And and I do I often think that people um, misunderstand the abundance mentality idea because um, the name is a bit yeah misleading in my opinion. But they come to the same conclusion, and that is that if you feel enough in yourself then you'll feel rich. And that idea is in both of these, well, dualities. And in my opinion, they aren't even dualities. But on the surface, they seem like dualities. But um, basically, it's just about feeling enough and being confident in yourself. And then you will feel like you have enough and you will um, also attract enough. Because if you feel like you don't need that much, because you are already very content with yourself, then you're rich because you have what you want. <laughs> so I found that really, really interesting to think about. So I made a video about that. I guess that video explains this a bit better than what I do now because I have to talk a little fast. <laughs> and I also thought about... Um, the divide between rich and poor. I was thinking about how um, this gap between rich and poor is ever growing. I m remembered talking about this in high school, like I was 15 or something like that, and that really struck me when I read read about this. Um, and it has been on my mind ever since. <laughs> I can't let, can't easily let go of issues. <laughs> so. Um, yeah, that the, the, that the fight seems stronger than ever. And I feel like it's 
because um, there are two mentalities that seem to clash with one another. Uh, for example, rich people might say that um, poor people are lazy or something like that. And poor people might say that rich people are evil. And this is kind of othering each other. And it creates a mental divide between two groups. And in this case, also a financial divide between those groups. So yeah, I found it really interesting to think about because how are we going to um, get these groups together? Because that's how we can solve those issues. And um, to me, the the obvious um, how do you say this? The obvious new perspective or the common ground. Is that we're both they're all humans so there is there shouldn't even be a divide needed and but they because they see each other as other um, there is this perspective created that they are less than or not really human or anything like that both on on the rich side and on the poor side so yeah if we can find commonalities between us between different people between different species between different ideas between our beliefs in, in, inside of us between uh, our fears and our joys we can find a new perspective that is much more helpful and I wrote a little sentence that just, sometimes it just rolls out of me. And I wrote, dualities can find common ground and then give rise to a new perspective, or perhaps remind us of an old or buried one. And yeah, this is what I wanted to give, to, to give you, I guess, this insight. Um, I'm sure many of you know it deep down, but it's good to to reflect upon these things. And um, you can only do that when you, if you are willing to see someone else's perspective or to see the perspective of both ideas or to see different sides in yourself. Yeah, you can only do that if you want to be aware. And once you are aware of the perspectives, you cannot become unaware of them. <laughs> so yeah, be careful. <laughs> but I do think that it will help you to make better decisions and um, yeah, to just see um, the commonalities we have with each other or yeah, with everything, I guess. Okay, that was it. Maybe I hope it, it was a bit clear to you. Um, I was struggling today to really to write down my notes and to find the words for what I've been thinking about that is because I do I do think in in words my but my thoughts are very very quick and I also think in pictures so sometimes I get pictures in my head about what the idea is and I don't get all of the information through words so I really struggle to to integrate 
both of these thought processes. But anyway, if you have any questions, please leave me a voice message on Anchor or, you know, find me on social media and DM me. Um, I'd be happy to talk to you. <laughs> okay. Oh, and please watch that video about um, um, abundance, mentality and minimalism. I'm not sure what the title is exactly, but it will be clear once you see it on my channel. And uh, yeah, thank you for listening. Um, you are beautiful and I love you. <laughs> Bye.